everybody. Welcome to the Kame House Party. I'm Vince. And I'm Dan. Wait a minute. Now, they fooled me last week. Oh, and they boy. brought on that Will guy. And you're not, you're not Aaron again. Mm-mm. You, you, are, you are a man mm-hmm. of tan skin, mm. of, of hair, mm. of eyes and face <laughs> and mouth. Uh-huh. But you are not my Aaron, and you're not Will Martinez from last week. Mm-mm. Who are you? Uh, I know you from work. I would say we are work colleagues. Oh, 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 oh. Don't, don't say that we're, we're friends from work. What no, I didn't do? say we were friends from work. Okay. Certainly did not say okay, we were good, friends from work. Good. I wanted, to, I wanted to be on the podcast that you and I, we work in the same building. Yes. Barely talk to each other. On the same floor. On the same floor. You run HR for my office. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're giving my listeners a peek behind the Vince curtain that they're not supposed to see. <laughs> Okay, this is all they know me as, okay. and all I want them to know them as. And they're back. You're listening to <laughs> the latest episode of Kame House Party, uh, special guest month of March, uh, March of the Guests, I'm calling it, and uh, today we have Dan Owen, Dan Owen of Roken Media LLC. Mm. Dan is a, uh, he's a, well, a co-worker of mine. Uh, mm-hmm. He he has expressed interest in podcasting. He's he's a mm-hmm. he's a consumer of some of the best podcasts out there. Uh, Dan, Arguably. C- could you tell the audience what you like to listen to? Oh, just so they know that you're not a total narc and that you're a weeb, just like just like the rest of us. <laughs> I'm spying on you from a Sailor Moon podcast, and I wanted to figure out what you guys were doing. Oh my god, listen to that! <laughs> listen to that, everybody. He said Sailor Moon. He's got the buzzwords. It's All right, like, Dan. Uh, yeah, never mind. Um, I don't know. I listen to New York Times stuff when I get up in the morning. And then, of course, Comedy Bang Bang and uh, a lot of other Earwolf things. Right, right, right. Is there is there a favorite Earwolf podcast? Because uh, our listeners are probably aware that Aaron and I consume a lot of podcast shit because mm-hmm. we uh, just kind of riff this in a similar style. And we, we like to use some fun lines that our friends Paul F. Tompkins and Scotty Ock say. So, mm-hmm. so like, what, what's your favorite of the Earwolf podcast? I mean, probably Comedy Bang Bang. Not Hollywood Handbook. Not Hollywood Handbook. I considered Hollywood Handbook, but have not spent as much time with it. Okay, that's enough of that. What about <laughs> your what about your imp, uh, not improv background? Because you have none. It's, no, it's Dan's got no on. improv background. So I'm going. We're going to be trying to do some improv, but I think we can get by this week with a little bit less. Um, but if you ever feel like there's something you want to see a scene about, even if you don't want to do it, just tell me and I'll do my best to make a scene happen for you. Okay? I'll be very vocal about not wanting to do something. That's what I like. My improv relies heavily on visual jokes. Oh. That I don't think would translate well. You, you'd be surprised. <laughs> you would be surprised. Um, and then lastly, Dan, let's give, let's give the audience uh, your anime history because this audience is a bunch of anime and comedy fans. All right. And uh, just tell me, are you, have you ever watched this, this Dragon Ball anime? Have you, are, are you a DBZ fan? Are you a, are you a 90s kid? Oh, boy. Certainly a 90s kid. Uh, going way back. We were not allowed to watch TV growing up. Mm. We had to play out in the woods and stuff. Oh, okay. And then, so we would have to, like, stay up late or go over to friends' houses to watch anything remotely cartoonish or on TV. But, like, I remember watching Toonami and Dragon Ball Z and Gundam and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, 
my dad worked at Duke University for a little bit growing up. And so they had an anime club. Mm -hmm. And he brought me there one time and watched Cowboy Bebop and like a few other things. Um, So I've seen Cowboy Bebop, some Lupin third. I don't know. Stuff here and there. But it was mostly like elementary school, middle school, some high, high school stuff. I think I read more manga than watched. Oh, we anime. got a manga reader. Okay, oh what, what, what was your what was your manga of choice? What was your manga of choice? Come on, give the people what they want. Oh, they want to know who this motherfucker is <laughs> sitting across from Vince, not being Aaron, not being Will Martinez mm-hmm. or any of the mm-hmm. other guests we've mm-hmm. had. And it's mm-hmm. the month of March. What the mm-hmm. hell is going on? Go on. Okay, uh, I think it was mostly Akira, which I've like been rereading recently. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other ones that I had Shonen Jump for a little bit. Uh, liked Naruto and One Piece, but not enough to get that nine toes chakra, get that gum gum fruit. There you go. There get you that go. Kakashi Sensei. That, there you go. That Nami. That Zoro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That cloud. That that pirate hat. Yep. The, the, the straw hat, the straw hats. Really grasping the, the straw hats here. Really grasping the straw hats here. See, I knew you'd do just fine. Oh, boy. And now with that uh, pr- probably far too long introduction for Dan, we're mm-hmm. going to get right into uh, our section of the show called Kame Housekeeping. I love to do my Kame Housekeeping. And the, uh, the first part of that <clears throat> is something we call the One Minute Roundup. Sarsaparilla, neat. Certainly, sir. Where are you coming from? Your mother's house. My mother's been dead for years. Yeah, that's right. I'm the undertaker. I'm the new undertaker of this here town. Well, that's fine. Here's your sarsaparilla. And your bartender, I see. That's right. I've been tending bar here for, oh, nigh on three years ever since I moved out here. And, uh, you plan on dying soon? Sir, dying <laughs> soon. Oh, got him. Got him. Oh, boy. And as per tradition, if you're new to the show, if you're not new to the show, then you know this already. Once somebody laughs in the face of the one-minute roundup, it is over. It is done. That is an end of scene. And then we have to do the thing that we both dread, Aaron and I. And that's summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball in one minute or less. And uh, I was fully prepared to do that this week. But your boy Dan showed up with this big old dick about it. <laughs> he said, I'm going to do the one minute roundup. I know what's going on in this anime. So uh, I'll let you, the audience, judge his performance. And I'll just sit back and watch. Dan, whenever you're ready, take it away. You got a minute. You got one. Motherfucking minute. All right. Three, two. Previously on Dragon Ball, Dragon Balls are things that you collect to bring people back from the dead. We got a Goku, (laughs) Son Goku is a powerful monkey boy who collected seven Dragon Balls to resurrect the father of some Oompa Loompa guy. (laughs) On the journey, he made some friends and enemies, including but not limited to Emperor Pilof. Commander Red and the Red Rocket Army. Now Master Roshi has insisted that Son Goku take a sabbatical walkabout and learn from some instructor called Life. Uh, We are in the waning episodes of the fortune teller Baba Saga and sowing the seeds for the Tian Shinhan Saga. 
Uh, and I got 20 seconds to talk about this episode. So Goku is walking around and he meets Tony the Tiger. And then he saves the... Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> and that's your time. Oh my goodness. What an upset. Dan, I, I gotta say... You really, you really surprised me there. Um, you, you based your one-minute roundup, you summarized everything that's happened in Dragon Ball <laughs> thus far, by just regurgitating the narrator's, the narrator's summary. Word for word. <laughs> word for word. Um, and I absolutely love I've never, I, neither Aaron nor I has ever thought to do that. You are a genius. Takes creativity to steal other people's work. Um, so, if this is your first time hearing the one minute roundup, go back and listen to some of our old episodes <laughs> to fill it to fill in some of the blanks. Mm-hmm. Dan gave the perfect summary for last week's episode. Um, so, if there's if you want to know what happened before Goku got all seven Dragon Balls, Red Back Upa, and all the stuff he did with Pilaf and the Red Ribbon Army and all that stuff, goes into our back catalog of old episodes because they're pretty good. Dare I say great? Dare I say S rank level? Probably not. A, A plus, maybe B, some of them B. Let's go, yeah, a lot of them are B. Early ones are B. Okay, anyway, um, we're going to keep it moving right along with our comedy housekeeping and uh, remind you that uh, traditionally, Aaron and I watch two different episodes, two different versions of the show. I watch the English uh, subbed version. No, I watch the English dubbed version. I'm already thrown off, and Dan did not watch the Japanese subtitled version Mm-mm. because, quite frankly, it's a logistic issue on my fault. My admin shit has been poor this week, um, but that's fine. That's fine because I think we got plenty to talk about. Um, and I'm just going to start with the episode title, episode 79, mm-hmm. Terror and Plague. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the Japanese title? Oh, I didn't look it up. I think I looked it up. Did you do research? <laughs> this motherfucker did research. did research. No, no, I didn't. Do it any is research. a rule in this show that we don't do any research. How dare you? I didn't do any research. Lean, lean I forward. I did some. Lean I did, forward. I did some. See, I know you're new, but I feel like you can take it. Now, I'm big, I, are, are you good? Yeah. Don't do any more fucking research, Dan. <laughs> Jesus. Does this microphone pick up tears? Uh, you bet. It's okay. a Blue Yeti. It's an expensive-ass USB microphone. Do they sponsor the podcast? No. Okay. But they could. Uh, pause for the call that we get from Blue, and then I, I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll read your copy, mm-hmm. and then it goes something like... And then that snowballs into Squarespace and Lisa Mattress mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, Blue mm-hmm. Apron. No, we can't. We, we don't. Blue Apron, we reached out to them and they were like, nah. They don't like Dragon Ball? No. Okay. They think that the the food expectations of anime fans are way too high because of what Miyazaki did with his food That's in all of his movies. And so, like, they can't make food like that. And so our fans are pretty demanding. That's fair. Cool. Good segue into the food at the beginning of the episode. Boom! I knew I brought you on for a reason. Dan, let's talk about it. What, what, give, me, give, me, give me the scoop. I feel like they only named two types of food. Go on. <laughs> what are Rice they? balls and pork chops. 
Okay, rice balls and pork chops, that is something that they are setting up. Uh, we kind of open on, if you, uh, it's, it's a desert-style village. Uh, after mm-hmm. we get that lovely intro by the narrator, we see a compilation of Goku running around uh, the world, essentially. Um, after Dan so elegantly put it, Master Roshi told him to learn uh, from this guy called Life, this mm-hmm. guy or girl called Life. Uh, gender neutral. Gender neutral that life is. Uh, and uh, in classic Goku fashion, he gets a little hungry and we get a cut. We get a cut to this village. There's, a, there's an elder gentleman and another uh, father figure, a anime Randy Marsh type, if you will. Uh, mm-hmm. They are setting the table for some kind of banquet, but not all smiling faces. They're a little Especially bit stressed. Not that little boy. No. That, oh, let's talk about that little boy and the kind of parenting we see at this desert village. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I was disturbed by the father. Uh, they, were, they dropped an apple. Mm-hmm. The little boy looks at the apple, reaches for it, is told, no, you cannot have this apple. Starts wailing. Wail. Just blood-curling yeah. scream. So, one... Why have you not done the marshmallow test with this child? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not aware, the marshmallow test is how you tell if your kid's going to be a good person or not uh, by putting two marshmallows in front of them, saying you can eat both now, but if you wait a minute, you'll get one more. And I thought it was you put one in front of them. This is my version of oh, the marshmallow sorry. test, Dan. <laughs> You, th- you don't think I wrote the DCM? Okay, we'll edit this out later. The DSM-4? Yeah. Well, we're on DSM-5. It's like, if you sh- Everybody should read the DSM-5. Uh, it's a Word psychological program. journal. Mm-hmm. It, it gives you new diagnoses, new categorizations. It's actually very good. Extra- extroverted? You got it. One? Yeah. Uh, metroverted. Mm-hmm. Metaverted. Sapiosexual. Sapiosexual. Asexual. It's all in there. It's oh, all in that DSM. Hot, hot terms. Those spicy, spicy terms. Almost as spicy as the father's uh, response to the child asking. Segue back in. You're, you <laughs> got it, Dan. You cannot see, but I am doing vigorous fist pumping because Dan is impressing me at every twist and turn of the pod. Um, and uh, <laughs> the father says, uh, instead of saying, like, how about, like, you can't have this apple, but how about this cracker? Yeah. Or I'll get you something later. He says, how about a nice rock? Mm-hmm. The kid just suck on a rock. You ever sucked on a rock, Dan? Probably at some point. Oh, Dan, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry that happened. I to told you. you we had to play outside as kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. also not allowed brand name food growing up. Wait, is this a real story? This is. We're like digging into stuff. Oh, yeah. Let, let's fucking do it. <laughs> Anime gets heavy. We can get heavy. <laughs> How many? Who? Who made you suck rocks? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I don't know. Probably sucked a rock at some point. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you probably, That's it. That's the end. I think, you know what? I, uh, if, I, if I go into my mind palace mm-hmm. and I go, I go into the front door. Is this like and, a Jimmy Neutron? Uh, no, this is, this is like a, a Sherlock homey situation. Mm. So I go into the front door. I turn to the left. That's where all my childhood memories are. They're in the foyer. It's a mess in there. Um, and I look. And I see I'm outside and I'm holding a rock and it looks wet. My mouth takes, tastes grimy. And that's all I can remember. Mm. So I think, Dan, I may have also sucked on a rock in my time mm. uh, for reasons I cannot explain now, nor do I want to. Fair. Moving right along. 
Excellent segue into so uh, we see go we cut to Goku. He's out of steam. Our boy gets hungry. Dan, if you're not familiar, Goku has two weaknesses: hunger, hunger, and Achilles' heel, which is his tail. Yeah, which you don't see in this episode because he got ripped off a couple episodes prior by his go by his grandfather Gohan. Yeah, you showed who came back from the dead. I, yeah, I showed cheeks. you. I showed you a picture I'm of them butt cheeks. Proud of that picture. Mm-hmm. Did you save it? Yeah. Is it on it's your work? My, it's on your work laptop? Personal Google Drive. There we go. That's what I like to hear. See, I'm making a fan out of you. <laughs> um, so Goku, in classic Goku fashion, is hungry. Mm-hmm. And he needs to eat because that's how he gets his energy back. That good old Saiyan energy. Um, he hears a cry for help from a young lady. And this, is, this goes right into the Tony the Tiger situation. Mm-hmm. So tell me, what did you think about witnessing this this larger than life tiger character in like a full armor and sword. Like, were you taken aback by it? Were you like, oh my God, I didn't know this shit got this weird. I know it was great. I'm holding, I'm (laughs) holding for all the laughs on the other end of this, on the people receiving this podcast. Anyone that's stuck up until this point has dropped off. Uh, oh, oh no! They're, they're they've they've seen a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> I think we read um, like I had to read parts of Journey to the West mm-hmm. in college, and I don't remember if like the characters were like I don't know. They didn't seem super larger than life in that book. Okay, but I remember reading parts of the comic and didn't know, like I knew this wasn't out of the ordinary. Well, you know what, Dan. That's interesting because I'd never thought about it that way because a lot of this is pretty much based on Journey to the West. Um, But one of the things I'm impressed by is you already know not Mm -hmm. to call someone like, we'll call him Tony the Tiger because he has no name. Mm -hmm. Someone like Tony the Tiger, sometimes people come out of the woodwork and just start calling him a... uh, a, uh, I'm really sorry, audience. I I know I harp on this a lot. And we're not supposed to use this term. It's antiquated and it is demeaning to uh, all non-human creatures and, and mutants alike. Uh, they call it, Sometimes they call him a monster. Furry. Oh. Did you just say furry? Yeah. You said furry. I thought you where are you going with it? Oh, Dan. Dan, oh, Dan, oh, Dan. Look, are you gonna you going to play this game? <laughs> you going to play this game? You're going to be on this We're not going to get into that. Again. Ooh, we, we, you better shape up. Okay. You better, you better shape up, Dan. Uh, because we don't use the term monster. Yes. We don't use that term to describe non-human persons within the Dragon Ball universe because they are non-human people too. Mm-hmm. Okay. They deserve respect. Mm-hmm. They deserve our, our utmost patience mm-hmm. because just like, um, you or I, when we get hungry, we get angry sometimes. If you're hypoglycemic, boy, oh boy, do I not want to be in a cab with you when you're hungry. You know what I'm saying? Oh boy. Similar to our Tiger Man, who uh, just, I, I honestly, I don't think he's a bad guy. Okay. No, he's just a beefy boy. He's yeah. a beefy boy and he needs he's to eat. He needs to eat. It's uh, it's just too bad that he likes to eat little boys and little girls. Look, and that's, that's are just chewier. It's just how God made him. Mm-hmm. And by God, I mean Shenron. Chevron? She- Shen- Shenron. Mm-hmm. Or Shenlong. Mm-hmm. But he is the mystic dragon that arises from the Dragon Balls and will grant you any wish. Yeah, I think I covered that. Oh, uh, okay. one minute roundup. 
hear that tension in the room? <laughs> All sexual. <laughs> uh, so uh, the the Tiger Man is being uh, beseeched by this young girl to help her village. Please save my village. We'll pay you here some money. And he says, yes, I'll take that money and I'll have you for lunch. Right? Spooky. Mm-hmm. Tell me, Dan, how did you feel about what happened next? I had to pause it and walk away for a little bit and then come back to the episode. And? Felt great. You liked it? Fresh eyes. Getting that guy, seeing his comeuppance? I thought, you know what? We've got this uh, Tony the Tiger guy. We know Goku's coming around the corner. He might be a little hungry, but Son Goku's going to do something mm-hmm. good. He ate them rice balls and ate went to rice work. Balls. Ate them rice, rice balls and went to work, he did. Classic fashion. Classic Was Goku very fashion. polite about it. Mm-hmm. Ate it in two bites. Mm-hmm. Spoke with his mouth full. Absolutely. Was uh, lectured by Tony the Tiger to not talk with so much food in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm counting on my... Uh, for the listener, I'm counting on my fingers. Don't tell them, don't tell them how Sorry. They, that we don't tell them how we count, okay? Okay. We got to keep some things a secret, Dan. Okay. That's how. You, there's an air of mystery to entertainment that I don't think you're getting. Okay. Okay? I don't. Because this is all going to be cut out. <laughs> this is all, all this stuff that I'm, I'm doing right now, this mm-hmm. is all going to be cut out, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, what I need you to do is focus. <laughs> I need you to focus up. Focus not tell people how I count. Don't tell people how you count. Don't tell people. Don't tell people about my real life. About your real life. <laughs> Don't tell them about my real life. <laughs> or how you run HR in the office. I already hit you once. <laughs> I won't do it again. I may give you a tongue lashing. Because then we'd have to start counting it. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. Goku makes short work of Tony the Tiger, <laughs> who, uh, who he's just trying to get a meal. He meets up with this uh, this young lady. Her name her name be Chow. Chi Chi, not Chi Chi, but if Chi Chi knew what was going on, boy oh boy, would she looks like Chow. a young Chi Chi. There's a there's a similarity. I think um, just like that old guy looked like Master Roshi. I think you're being ageist, um, and like that other guy looked like uh, Stan Marsh. Anime, anime, Stan Marsh. Did mm-hmm. I say Randy Marsh in the beginning? Is it Randy Marsh or is it Stan Marsh? No, it's Stan is Randy's son. Oh, okay. Stan Marsh wears the red hat. Yeah, well, it's this blue is another with podcast. red accent. This is another podcast. No, no, no. This is this podcast. No, 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 no. This is another podcast. Hey, let me, t- let me tell you something. Hey, oh, God. <laughs> Welcome to the Cartman Hatchback. I'm Cartman. <laughs> We're going to talk about Dragon Ball. Hey, and seed. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, this this is this is what I this is why I do this. Okay, this is this is why you just filled my heart with so much joy, oh Dan. I think we can do this for another two hours. We're just gonna stay in this studio and do another two hours because you just like did some motherfucking improv. You just did some improv. All it took was speaking through my sweatshirt. <sighs> Dan, who did what? What did I tell you? I didn't even have to say yes. What did I, I tell you about? You, you just gave it away. Oh. They didn't know how you did that. <laughs> they had no idea that the only way you get a muffled voice is by putting something over your mouth. Okay, mystery. I respect my. Mystery. I respect my audience, and I want to. I want to give them what they deserve, and what they deserve, Dan, is entertainment. J.J. Abrams' mystery box.
hot damn. You got it. Just like we... we <laughs> God damn. Uh, Goku obviously agrees to help the village. In, in return, uh, Chow said, you can eat whatever you want. Now, Dan, I don't know if you know this. And Chow definitely does not know this. But w- when you give Goku the okay to eat whatever he wants, whatever he wants, and we've seen this in the show before, he ate over 100,000 zennies worth of food in one sitting. What's the zenny to U.S. dollar? Uh, the zenny conversion to U.S. dollar is shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't do research. Did you look it up? No. All right, good. Good. You're learning. You're learning, and I love it. Um, we cut back to the village, and uh, Chow is, has described to Goku what their, what their situation is. There are these men, these riders that come once a month, and they eat all the village's food. Um, in return, the village is left safe. It's a classic, it's a classic blackmail scenario. A bug's oh. life scenario. Thank you. No, no, no. That's perfect. I did not. I didn't even write that down on my notes. But you've got it right. It's a. This is where Bugs, Bugs Life. Life got it. Yeah. So Bugs Life caught you. Caught your ass stealing from Dragon Ball. Who's that guy that runs Pixar? Um, Andy Milanakis. Yeah. Andy Milanakis. So, fuck you and your family. I'm, I'm kidding. Andy. Andy's a great guy and he's a friend of the podcast. I love him on sometimes. <laughs> Uh, Andy, don't forget to like and subscribe. Yeah, don't forget to like. Andy, please. <laughs> Andy Miller, just leave a review. Um, but we cut back to the village, and we hear the rumbling of that of that bike, that motorcycle. You're a bike guy. You you like to bike. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you also dress like an '80s glam rock band? Yes, and I still make motorcycle noises, even though my bike is a ten speed. Amazing. <laughs> Um, and this is a great opportunity to play a little game that we have not played on the podcast in a while. It's called There It Is Now. Um, if we have stinger music, Aaron's going to put it in here. What's stinger music? It's like, you know, when you get that cool musical sting when somebody's like, this is a segment of... Oh, like music by sting. No, no, no. no. Come on, man. You, you listen to podcasts, right? Mm-mm. No. You just said you listen to Comedy Bang Bang. No, I don't think and so. And a lot of the Earwolf Network. Okay, don't. Don't make me look like an asshole in front of my fans, okay? Okay. You know what a musical sting is. Like, you know, how when uh, when they play uh, Would You Rather on County Bang Bang. Don't look away from me. Look me in the eyes. And, and they <laughs> they play the song. You don't have the right You guys are going to have to pay. Don't have to pay. I just cut it off before 30 seconds. Oh. Boom. Is that the rule? You can do anything as long as it's under Sugar Honey Child, yes. Oh, boy. You're teaching me the ways of these podcasts. Listen, it's, so it's all fair use if it's transformative. And I changed a couple of the pitches on that, on my rendition. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Earwolf, get at me. Um, but we're going to play this game called There It Is Now. Dan and I are going to take turns describing one uh, aspect of the writers, uh, and I'll just say it now because it takes them way too long to give us the reason for the uh, the title of this episode, which is Terror and Plague, the names of the two writers, Terror and Plague. Um, so, Dan, do you want to start by just saying one thing about these two writers? 
yeah, they look like if Kiss was sponsored by Lisa Frank. Oh, there it is. That, that's good. That's not an article of clothing or, or a descriptive feature, but that is that's we're giving starting the, with the umbrella. We're getting the umbrella we're getting and more detailed. It's like in a, our burns. It's you know what? It, it's a lot like a uh, icing tube. You know, lot up top. Mm-hmm. Then we're just gonna focus down as we go. Or like a pyramid scheme. We could just edit that out. No, we're going to keep that in. Damn it. I want them to know that was you. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll do the second. I'm going to say um, animal, indistinguishable animal helmets, like bike, biker helmets. How about that? Yeah. Like you cannot tell which animal it is because they both look like dogs with horns, which don't exist as far as I'm concerned. Um, but you, go on. Go on. Uh, they're both wearing Uggs. Yes, they are. I wrote that down too. They're both wearing Uggs. Um, they they one has a beard. Mm-hmm. Or take the there. Egg. It is. Uh, what this is more of a question. What's up with uh, shoulder pads in the Dragon Ball universe? And does this ruin the game? We can come back to this. No, 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 no. We can circle back. Absolutely not. No, we're we're good. That's a good question. This is what I want from you. I want more questions. You're not getting okay. But but the shoulder pads. uh, They each have a shoulder a shoulder pad on only one shoulder, right side on the right side. So I think that was like. Now this is where this is all me just thinking about it. Like I don't I don't have the concrete evidence for this, but I believe on your strong arm knights would have an extra shoulder because that that's their that's their mobile arm they want to keep that arm they want to keep that arm rigid and, oh. and stiff so they can you they can lose the other one yeah you can lose the other the one because they the still sword. have the other one okay you you get it and that's his gourd arm you and, can see and, at the bottom of the screen and we see we see a gourd that will come into play later uh i'll just i'll also say one is holding an uzi that looks like a super soaker which led to one of my favorite parts of the episode. I don't know if this is jumping ahead. It might be. It might be. I want okay. to finish this last thing up. The last thing I'll say is, uh, and I'll just, I'm just going to scatter shot. One is wearing an ascot. They also have odd fur accents to all of their clothing, including mm-hmm. their Ugg boots. And then face makeup. Mm-hmm. Underneath their helmets are 80s rock hair and face makeup. Mm-hmm. Now, you wanted to say something about the Uzi? Tell me. Uh, so ends the game. There it is now. And we'll. And then that's when this thing comes sign in. Sign off music. Sign off music. And then we're back. And we're back. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, there was one point where with the Uzi, they were going to like shoot one of the villagers. Mm-hmm. You remember this? I do. We both watched the same episode. Indeed. Uh, they were going to shoot one of the villagers, and the other one was like, no, you don't want to waste the bullets. Let's just take attendance. And the guy was like, oh, yeah, okay, great. Everybody get in line for attendance. And then he just fires the Uzi up into the air, wasting Wasting bullets. bullets. Dan, Dan, you're asking all the right questions. Unfortunately, I don't have any of the fucking answers. Because these two, they they have a uh, a magic item. Um, Spoiler alert. And I don't know what that's... I don't know if there's, like, an official name for it. Because I... And this podcast, don't do research. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay! Is everybody good with that? You good with that, Dan? I did research. 
You are you are trying and cut to commercial. You are really <laughs> trying my patience. I'm glad we cut to commercial <laughs> because right now, if there wasn't if if, if we were still recording right now, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could contain myself because you are making my life a living hell. Okay, a living hell. I like that you'll only be violent on air. But as soon as we go to commercial, as soon as we go to commercial, <laughs> pacifist, I am, I am weak. <laughs> I am weak with my words when we're in commercial. It's disarming. It's mm-hmm. like when you turn a shark over and rub its belly. Just there's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. But boy, if I turn over when you, you turn me over and let me loose, its belly oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do something. I also wanted to talk about a quote that one that these two guys give. Before they they beseech the the village on their monthly basis is uh, I believe this would be plague, um, I because who cares what did, their names yeah, are? Yeah, did they differentiate between the two? They did finally at the end, but it's a little late. Um, mm. And also one of those very late like title sequences. You know how in a movie they always say the title like this really is a Thomas Crown Heights affair or wow. The Matrix, you know, Ooh. that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, or like uh, I'm assuming if you go to see the movie Annihilation, Natalie Portman at one point says like, this is a real s- some kind of uh, annihilation and then mm-hmm. turns to the camera and stares for a second. That's, That's what I want to happen in every movie. I know classic it Natalie Portman looked to camera mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or how uh, or how Chadwick Boseman says like, I am the Black Panther, mm-hmm. you know, there. We get now. I know what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. But uh, as they are riding into town, uh, I believe it's Plague says, "I don't know what smells better, the food or, or the, the fear. fear." Now, Dan, if you had to choose, what smells better, food or fear? I'm a food man. You're a food man. Yeah. You're not a fan of the smell of fear, which I can only assume is sweat and urine. Yeah. The the fear that I smell most is my own, which is sweat and urine. Right. And so I'm tired of that. Yes. I would rather smell food. I I feel like Plague has a bit of a kink. Mm-hmm. I think he's a bit of a dom, mm-hmm. and uh, he likes his subs to be fearful. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. Look, we don't kink shame. All I'm saying. Is that for me, piss and sweat don't make me hungry or turned on. Mm-hmm. I'm, oh, okay, I'm lying a little bit. Because I like to see them sweat. And I like to... Nope. 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 <laughs> see, you got, me, you, got me sharing, you got me sharing way too much. <laughs> you got me sharing way too much right now, Dan. You're disarming. Mm-hmm. You have a lovely smile and blue eyes. Mm-hmm. It won't translate to radio. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, this this um, this tribute, as I'm calling it, has been going on for a long time, mm-hmm. like since before Chow was born. And if Chow, judging by her height next to Goku, Goku's about 13, 14 at this point. Chow, with or without hair? Do we have a screenshot with hair? Okay, they are they are of similar height with all their hair intact. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you for pointing that out. Always adjust, always adjust for hair inflation. Mm-hmm. Always adjust for hair inflation. Um, but Chow says that this has been happening since before she was born. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I don't know if you caught this, but I think I caught it. I think Plague says something to the lines of like when he's like, all right, let's do attendance. Like, 
We've been doing this for 30 years. You know how this works. 30 years? That's a long time. If that's the case, those two have aged beautifully. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautifully. I mean, the rock gods have bestowed upon them the power to shred the effects of aging on their bodies because hey. they look good. Maybe it's all the sweat and piss. Maybe it's all the fear that they've been accumulating. Mm-hmm. Um and the animal skins. And the anim- and the animal pelts. Well, okay. Are we gonna get into this? Dan? The floor. Do we is think yours. gourd juice has anything to do with it? Gourd juice? Do gourd you th- juice. You know what? This is a perfect time to tell the audience. So we learned a little bit of the lore of this gourd. Why mm-hmm. this gourd holds so much power. What what is this attendance? What is the roll call all about? This gourd. Uh, apparently knows the name of anybody who is in the vicinity or like depending on the wielder, if they know that person's name. If your name is called and you don't answer here, then you get sucked into the gourd. Like a bizarro sorting hat. Exactly. It's like the sorting vacuum. Mm -hmm. And instead of sending you to, I don't know, Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff, it sends you to your watery doom, dissolved into a liquid that is mm-hmm. then consumed by the wielder, and they become stronger. They absorb your strength. Um, and nowhere in the lore that is described by Chow or the narrator is there any health restorative properties or found of youth, essentially, mm-hmm. which Master Roshi has found. He is over 100 years old. He is a sister, Baba, who is 300 plus years old. It's amazing. Their family... They live a long time, the Roshis, okay? Um, Wait, is that the Baba Witch? The, this is the saga? Mm-hmm. Okay. We just finished up her saga. I wish you were on for those. You would you, Dan, we're I probably going to have to... in the minute roundup. Yeah, then, then I'll just, uh, I'll just leave. <laughs> okay, it seems like you got a pretty good handle on this, so I'm just going to get up. All right. I'm going to put my headphones on the table. I'm going to pack my shit up, and I'm going to leave. Okay, Dan, you got it. All right. So. All right. Okay. okay. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I really had Dan going to it too. Luckily, yeah. the door didn't slam. Dan, you played that perfectly. It's like you've done this before. So do I Legend think the gourd has? Do I think the gourd has anything to do with their youthful appearance? Having done this for thirty years, I'm assuming they're in their what, forties, fifties? Yeah. Well, they're not going to start pillaging towns at the ripe age of 10. Look, Goku's been running around the world since he was 10, okay? Okay. Like, children go off and do their own thing in this universe pretty early Same on. with Pokemon. Same with Pokemon. What happened Just before? Just get started earlier. Just get started early. Maybe there was a global war that killed, like, 100% of the men on the planet. So mm-hmm. now it's all the kids that are left to do all the work. Yeah, that's Pokemon. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You ready for Pokemon That's another tri- podcast. Though. You ready for Pokemon trivia tomorrow? <laughs> Very excited. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the idea that they've been doing this for 30 years, uninterrupted, mm-hmm. and there's been no no one noble like Goku who is willing to step in. Like, God almighty, what is wrong with the world? Okay, I know they live out in the desert. It's very remote. People, it's hard out there for a pimp. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially if you pimp in food. Right, you pimping your food out so you don't get called into a gourd, drank by some Aussie Aussie road warriors, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of that's kind of where we we get our first commercial. Aaron, cut out all that dead air. Um, Aaron, keep that dead air in. 
Rise, great dragon, I have a wish. What is your wish? I would love it if this podcast, Kame House Party, hosted by Vincent Aaron and sometimes other people, would be the top of the search when people searched into iTunes Dragon Ball Podcasts. Okay, I get this a lot. What you need to do. My power is limited over life and death and most of reality except digital media. So what I need you to do is to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And remember, if you leave a five-star review, they will read it, no matter what it says. Believe me, you want Vince and Aaron and maybe their special guest to read what you have to say. It could be fan fiction. It could be slash fiction. It could be your own memoir. Vince and Aaron will read it on air at the end of every podcast. From now until the end of time, your wish has been granted. Thank you. All right. So we're back from that wonderful commercial. Um, Boy, oh boy. I hope that gentleman's wish comes true and that this podcast gets to number one on the charts. Yeah, you sounded handsome. Mm-hmm. Handsome man on that commercial. Um, but we get to the roll call. And the mm-hmm. only thing I want to talk about right now is the villager names. Because okay. I wrote a lot of them down. Did not write any because I was told I didn't need to do research. This isn't research. It's observations. Oh, okay. Is I, this observational comedy podcast? Yeah, in its purest form. (laughs) I asked you to look and analyze one thing. This is observational comedy. Perfect. Dirty knob cop. Dan just slapped it into his wallet. Mm -hmm. I don't even have to like slide it in. I can can now no longer call you a non-com. What I like to call non-comedic people. And uh, to some it could be offensive. Just like the M word to non-human people. To non-comedic people. Look. (laughs) <laughs> I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> but maybe, Dan, after today, you might get that com card. Yeah, you, know. you did one improv scene, and that's all it takes. That's <laughs> it? <laughs> Let me just slide this across the table. Dan just slapped it into his wallet. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to like slide it in. I can, like, I can now no longer call you a non-com. Mm-hmm. All the villagers have been assembled. Goku is with Chow on their way. Um, I will point out that the running theme that Goku is a sociopath lives true in this episode. He is giving this young lady a piggyback ride for the sole purpose that he's going to get food at the end of it after beating somebody up. Probably Mm -hmm. killing him. He has no qualms with that. He also has no problem when they are traveling in the high mountains, high desert mountains of the planet Earth. Um, Goku misses a turn and instead of thinking about the young lady on his back simply jumps a, a, a distance that literally only he can survive with someone on, it, with someone on his back no remorse no, not like 
hey, are you okay? Sorry about that. I slipped and fell, but at least you didn't die. Nope. Just lands and keeps on going. Shortcut. Thank you. Mm-hmm. She does. Chow does say, this isn't really the way, but you seem to have made a nice shortcut by almost murdering me on my way mm-hmm. to the village. And uh, they get there. Roll call is being is happening. Uh, I believe it's Plague who has a who has a nice leather notebook with everybody's name on it. Not very uh, writers of the storm ish or uh, glam rock of him, um, but he's reading the names. I'll just I'll just listen out, listen to some of them. Uh, Fulka, Selly, Pino, Ooh. Joe, <laughs> Stay. M. Jean, Renshi, Farba. Ooh, I like Farba. Farba is a good name. Was that the baby? No, I'm. You're, you're We're getting there. You're one step ahead of me. Oh boy. Uh, because I just wanted to say uh, for our listeners, the 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 two big baddies in this episode have Australian accents. That's all. This is uh, a very Mad Max inspired. Yeah, it's like a Mad Max meets. Bugs Life. Bugs Life Meets. slash with 80s glam mm-hmm. with a bit of, uh, what's that What's that movie called? It's like the, the animated rock movie. What is oh, that movie uh, what is that it one? called? Or Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal, yes. They, they've got a very heavy metal feel. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad it took us 50 minutes to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it, they've got a heavy metal feel. Um, but one of my one of the favorite my favorite thing that happened in this episode is when they called Fu- Fulka's name. Mm-hmm. Said Fulka, and Fulka stands up and goes, "Here!" <laughs> I loved it. Oh, I absolutely loved it. So, like, give me your. I'm gonna I'm gonna call your name as if Dan, you were in front of the gourd. I have the gourd here. Okay, Diane. <laughs> Heel. I liked it. And see, this is subtle. Mm-hmm. But it is poignant. Mm-hmm. You can tell there's like a backstory. There's a backstory. To the, and I want it like I want to know what Fulka does on the weekends because he's here, here. I am Fulka. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting milk. Sounds like a jumpy guy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, this, we're gonna do a scene now. Okay. 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 Right now. Right now. Okay. Hi, I'm Fulka. Nice to meet you. Hello, Fulka. Uh, can How's that chemistry set going? Oh, you know, I'm mixing everything's here. I got my uh, acidic acid. I've got my basics. Yeah, so that's what I came here to talk to you about. I think you've been in this closed-off room for a little too long. Don't huh? you think it's time to go outside? What's out there but uh, the rioters playing in terror? I, I like it in here. So, yeah, well, yeah, okay. They are outside, but... Feel like you're dying a slow death in here. Uh, why? What would make you say that? Is it? Is it the, the fact that my fingernails have fallen off? It's the fingernails. It's that your skin has taken on a yellowish skittle hue. I want to be it's, a Simpson. That makes sense. I mean, this makes sense to me. But you're dying emotionally. You don't have anyone. It's only you in this hut. I have a beaker. Okay. You know what? I don't know. Can I? Uh, can I come join you? No people allowed. Okay, but please, as your mailman, I would love it if you could just talk to me one-on-one in this house 
about my issues. Farba, <sighs> I don't want to do this now. I know our dads were friends, but ever since they brought those riders here 30 years ago, I haven't been able to look at you since. I know, and I've been wearing this sack of grain on my face whenever I drop off your magazines or Chemistry Weekly. That's also a, a, a terrible waste of grain. We're in a drought. I don't know. It's going to weight down the bag. Otherwise, it just it could just come off with the wind. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm going to mix some... Uh, magnesium with some H2O. That's going to make a bright flash. And seed. We got the backstory I wanted. Okay. (laughs) Farba is the mailman of this town. Mm -hmm. And Fuka is the mad scientist. Yes. Who just hangs out in his hut. Um, Everybody's being, the roll call's happening. Goku's like, oh, these are the two guys you want me to beat? Dunzo. Boom. Gets up. Starts showing off. Starts mm-hmm. starts flexing, as the kids would say. Flipping those boys over. Flipping them over. Punching them. Punching them in the face. And Taking neck. his stick and hitting their sticks. It's called the power pole. He got it from his grandpa. It's a mystical item that when he says power pole extend, it can extend to any length the user needs. And it is unbreakable. It's magic. Oh. It's magic, yeah. Yeah. Magic exists in this universe. You can say magic's We're not a dirty word. Magic Monster time. is, though. I can't. Look. The N-word. Look. Excuse me. We don't want to get struck down because you use that word. Okay. I need you. Like, we don't. There's Look, there's not a lot left to the podcast. Okay? You're almost done. I just need you to fucking man cross up for a minute. finish line. Just cross the finish line without <laughs> using the M-word one more time. Okay. Or I'm going to have to hit you again. Fair. Okay? You're lucky we're in a commercial right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Goku, you think, oh, he's going to wipe the floor with these dudes like he always does with uh, petty criminals. He's going to save the day. Save the day. I put that in quotes because we all know what he's after. He's after that sweet, sweet food mm-hmm. that the village is already losing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something a sociopath would do. Hmm. Goku's a sociopath. He just happens to be in the right place at the right time. And the strongest, so. The strongest of all the sociopaths. The strongest of all the sociopaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so Goku is fighting. Uh, he did the cardinal rule that you never you never tell 80s glam rock biker boys your name. Especially when they got that magic gourd. Because Goku gets sucked in by this pink mist. Uh, eerily reminiscent of Majin Buu. Oh. Now... I'm not making I'm not making any claims that this is a prequel to the Boo Saga, but it's got a lot of similar themes. Now, Dan, are you familiar with the Boo Saga? They're sowing the seeds of it, so you know what I'm talking about. It's got a chewed gum guy, chewed gum guy named Boo. So you lied to me it's up like top. So you lied to me up top. You said you weren't very familiar with this stuff. Now, Dan, we're in a commercial right now. <laughs> so I am going... I'm Thank I, you, Squarespace. I'm so, so close to reaching across this table and throttling you. Like Agitpie on the free internet, I mm. want to throttle you. You understand? Yeah, but he's got that sick Reese's Cup mug. He's got that sick Reese's Cup <laughs> mug. People think he's so funny. because so fucking... The dude is hilarious. He's an asshole, but he's funny. Mm-hmm. You know? 
He's like a roast master general. And that was a pretty dope drink of water you just took. Thank you. All right. Um, and speaking of drinks of water, back from commercial. Ooh. Uh, Goku is is saved once he gets into the gourd by the power pole itself. Okay, mm-hmm. he's, his power pole extend makes himself a little bridge. He's trying to he's trying to work himself out of this bottle. He's like, how am I going to get out of here? Because if he touches the ground, Dan, what happens? He turns to a liquid. Turns into a liquid that the other people, the person that drinks the glam it, rock band can drink. Mm-hmm. And then become young again, and then continue. We have not we have not established that they become young again. Of Bugs Life and stealing food from mm-hmm. the ants. Boom! You got it. We're we're moving right along. Uh, and uh, I mean, tell me if this was disturbing to you. Very. That as Goku try he tries his Kamehameha wave. He's thinking. Here's long a very and casual hard. Kamehameha wave. It's casual episode. at this point. Very ca- is it casual in general? No. This is we're still in the point of Dragon Ball where like a Kamehameha wave is a big deal to see. Mm-hmm. And in the la- in the Baba saga, we actually saw two Kamehameha waves. So that's what I'm saying. Yes. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Still. Still. This is what you're telling me. Yep. Yet we get a Kamehameha wave. Dud. It doesn't work. Just to show the power of that gourd. It seems like now the writers kind of have a quota of Kamehameha Waves per five episodes. Mm. They have to work one in somehow because mm. they know that people want it. Because yeah. I'm going to be honest, my dick got a little hard when I saw another Kamehameha Wave, and I loved it. Hmm. How about you? you have any... I was disappointed. Physiological responses? Probably. Yeah? I didn't take notes of them, though. In your loins? Yes. Oh. Damn, we're going to have to have you back. Like that. What? Dan just made a gesture with his hands, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he was not lying about his love of visual comedy on audio mediums. Um, but, yeah, Goku is kind of, he's like a little flustered. He's like, oh, I can't, this can't wait anymore. Turns out he only wanted to get out because he had to go pee. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> he, he then just pees into the gourd. So I ask you, if if they drank from that gourd again, would they ju- would they be drinking Goku pee? Yes. Would that make them stronger? Maybe. Like, how strong is Goku's pee? Mm-hmm. We've seen how a lot. How strong is pee in general? That's this is these are the kind of questions that uh, sorry, Aaron, that Aaron just doesn't ask Dan. <laughs> so like. I'll just say this. You want the fucking job, bro? I mean, let me let me think about it. I'll have a couple days. I'll get my people in touch Offer with Offer rescinded, <laughs> buddy. I only give it once, and I give it fast. Aaron, I did that for you. I know you want this job, but you can cut this out. I don't think that picked up. You That's wanted, fine. You want to do that again? Okay, Aaron, hey, I ignored the job for you. I know we haven't met, but... It seems like you like this a lot. And scene. Nice. All right. <laughs> uh, what is it? Goku starts to pee. Mm-hmm. The bottle begins to rock. When Slosh. that bottle comes a sloshing, you Which, better. Okay, that's a lot of pee coming from that boy into that gourd. A solid stream, solid if I might stream. add. Also, enough to slosh around in the gourd and make a bunch of noise outside of the gourd. Mm-hmm. Dan brought his own gourd full of pee. It's not making any uh, water. It's not making any noise. No, let me try. 
I want to get this. We're getting very experimental on the podcast. Like that. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Eat your heart out. Stop. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 it is a uh, extremely large amount of urine mm-hmm. in, a, in a solid stream that is wiggling th- about the air as mm-hmm. it's being shook. Um, so Plague makes the big mistake of opening that thing without Goku being fully dissolved. Dissolved at all. And he comes back. I'm a bit pissed off. This is simply a perfect way to fill another half episode of Goku stuck in what could have been an alternate reality, you know, fighting off the dissolving process of the gourd. You build a little bit more tension. Goku's life is on the line. Mm -hmm. You know, the villagers' lives are on the line. Um, maybe we could have gotten something where the, the two bad guys, they simply, they, they get fed up and they, they don't think that Goku, like, they're like, you know what? You sided with this, with this kid and you tried to get this kid to fight us. We're just going to call everybody's name and you're not going to be able to respond. Sucking everybody in. Goku saves all those people. Gotta save them. Put them on the stick. Puts them on the power pole. They gotta hold on. They gotta hold on. They all have to pee to make enough sloshy noises to uh-huh. convince uh, Plague, Pain and Abel, whatever their names are, Plague and Terror. Yeah, that they gotta drink it, and then what happens? Boom! Everybody comes Villagers out. Villagers come out, and Plague and Terror drink. They drink piss, urine. They drink urine. That would have been the perfect button to this episode. But instead, what we get is Goku saving the day in traditional Goku fashion. Steals that gourd, gives it to the villagers. They're like. Hey, what's your names? And then they do the Goku does a plague and terror kind of word game where he's just saying their names over and over and over again mm-hmm. until they can't say here enough times. Mm-hmm. They get stuck in the gourd. I thought it was going to end in death. I thought they were just going to end up dead. Yeah. So let's talk about timelines for a second. Go on. So Goku was in for how long would you say? Mm. Long enough for them to prepare a separate feast, and they were all dancing and partying and entertaining, taking, taking player, terror and plague. So I would I would give it like forty five minutes. Then my argument falls flat, and we should move on. What? No, I want to hear your argument. Well, he was okay. From my position on my couch watching this episode, crisscross apple, crisscross applesauce, crisscross applesauce. With I knew it. A knitted blanket over my lap. I knew it. My polio legs warm. Goku was in there for like a minute, maybe. And then uh, Terror and Plague were in there for like a minute, maybe. Mm -hmm. But they didn't dissolve. But they expected Goku to dissolve. But the host of the show, Vincent, just pointed out that they prepared a separate feast. And so we could probably just cut all this out. Yeah, Aaron cut all that out. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're going to keep it in because... These are the kind of questions that I'm glad you're asking. Uh, it's the timeline things. It's the it's the, like how much weight does the lore hold? Mm. Um, it's the incon- it's the the lack of continuity in certain areas that make this show so <clears throat> unique and interesting. And that's why we chose to start here with our podcast, and we're going to move on to Dragon Ball Z and eventually Dragon Ball Super, um, maybe Z Kai. Don't know about GT. You'll be doing this for years. Absolutely. Um, and we're, we're damn okay at it right now. Um, it's a good tagline for the podcast. Damn okay. Damn okay. Hey, put that in a five-star review. (laughs) I'll read that shit and be happy and sad at the same time. (laughs) Um, but, 
Yeah, the villagers decide to be good people, and they let terror and plague out, but then they have to work for their food. Mm-hmm. Now, what what kind of like social hierarchy would you consider? Like, would you consider this village a co-op? Because we learn that uh, the old man, the elder of the village, Master Roshi, he's not Master Roshi, Tan. It's not Master Roshi. You know it. Master Roshi is a bald man. He's got the same stash. He's got a a similar mustache and beard combo. He's got bald head. He wears sunglasses all the time. He's got turtle shell on his back. And he's usually in some kind of beachy outfit. Okay. Is not ringing a bell? Well, um, ding, ding. How's that for ringing a bell? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see what I did there? Uh Uh-huh. Ding, ding. Now you're, un- comedy. now you're unhypnotized. <laughs> <laughs> so they at the at the very end of the episode, plague and terror have been given uh, normal people clothes in the village. They have villager clothes. Um, they are made to work the land. They they said that you 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 eat what you're able to plant. Do you think that's fair in yeah. a village where everybody needs it? And there was like there happens to be kind of a drought. Just ended. Goku saved the day so much that the drought ended and yeah. it rained for the first time in like that scene in Lion King. Exactly. You're hitting all the right <laughs> buttons. We're gonna go up on the search engines this time. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, it's very similar to the Lion King. So I mean we can just say this and I and Dan, I'm gonna do something that you may not um that you may not be familiar with. But uh do you see this large button? Mm-hmm. It's got a picture of Nick Cannon's face, mm-hmm. and there's a slash, and then there's an actual cannon mm-hmm. on the other half of the button. No, I know this. You don't have to describe. So when I hit this at. button, it will lock whatever I've said. It will it will become lore more real than anything else. It will become canon in mm-hmm. the Dragon Ball. Well, it's the Nick universe. Cannon cannon button. It's the canon, not Nick Cannon button. Yeah, it's the Nick Cannon cannon. It's button. the canon. Not Nick Cannon button. If I have to say it one more time, we're going to cut to commercial and I'm going to have <laughs> words. Okay? Uh, so I'm going to hit this because this episode has has led rise to some of the greatest pieces of cinema history. Okay? Mm. So I'm going to hit Cannon, not Nick Cannon. <laughs> it's true that this episode was the Inspiration for the entire Mad Max franchise, Bugs Life, Drumline, Drumline, and Lion King, and the Lion King, all wrapped into one mm-hmm. episode. Dragon Ball is the most influential thing in media today. Boom, mic drop. Don't. It's, it's, it's a very expensive mic. I would never drop it. I would never drop you. I would never drop you, Blue Yeti. Never. I wonder if the microphone can pick up your strokes. Absolutely can. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan, that's that's about the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. We end with Goku saving the day as per usual for Dragon Ball. Goku does tend to save the day. Um, but how was how was your experience watching this, Dan? Can you summarize it? Will you will you continue to watch Dragon Ball in the future? Are are you gonna listen to this podcast more now that your voice is on it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Only listen to things with my voice on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all probably watch Dragon Ball more. Okay. Not all the time. Fair. But sometimes. That's what I like. It's a good Saturday morning cartoon. Boom, shakalaka. <laughs> <laughs>
There we go. And I know how to watch it now. You just got to Google it. You just, just got to Google, Google the it. name and the episode. You got to Google the name and the episode. That is not research, folks. So you no. can do that. Uh, Dan, do you, do, you, um, do you want to say that into the mic one more time? <laughs> Aaron, you can cut that out. Aaron, keep, keep all that <laughs> shit. Keep it all in. Dan, do you, do you have anything to plug as we're as we're ending the episode? Oh, I would like to play uh, plug the game that I wanted to play for this uh, episode of Kame House Party. Whoa, surprise games. Surprise games. Dan, what's this game that you want to play? All right, this game is called uh, Fuck, Marry, Kill, Gather Dragon Balls 4. Whoa, all right. Let's let's hit it. What do you, what right. do you got? Number one round. So it's, it's I, I either fuck... Mary, kill, kill or, or gather Dragon Balls for. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> like, like Freddy. Okay, so we'll go in with the theme music, and then we'll come out. We don't have this. But it's Did fine. you bring your own? <laughs> I'll send it to you. I'll send you a SoundCloud link. <laughs> you can find this podcast on All SoundCloud. Right. Fuck, Mary, kill, gather Dragon Balls for Son Goku, Bulma, your mom, and Sailor Moon. Okay. So I have to fuck, marry, or kill. He threw in my mother for some reason. Um, it was Goku, Bulma, my mother, mm-hmm. and Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. So here's here's where here's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Long long standing listeners of this podcast know exactly who I'm killing first. Because it's Bulma, because she is a monster. I use that term derogatory when I talk Mm. about her because of what she's done, okay? She has earned the criteria of monster by shooting a child in the face multiple times. Watching you. Uh, (laughs) Shooting a child in the face when she meets her, when when she meets him, she's very self-centered and awful. Um, I, I do see the value in her presence in the Dragon Ball universe. Just cut to, you know, a couple episodes ago, she got Yamcha a, a teaching session with Master Roshi mm-hmm. leading up to the next Tenkaichi tournament. Okay? Like, she's not she's not all bad. Okay? But I, I am going to kill her. Okay. She's dead to me. Okay. So, kill Bulma. I'm going to kill Bulma. Fuck, uh, Mary, gather Dragon Balls for Son Goku, your mom, Sailor Moon. I'm going to gather Dragon Balls for my mom because I don't want to do either of those other two things for my mother. <laughs> and in this Good scenario, plan. am I gathering Dragon Balls to bring that person back to life or just for whatever reason they want? To bring them back to life to only brutally murder them again. I can't believe you got me to bring my mother back to life just so I could send her to the other world one more time. Mm-hmm. And you have to do it yourself. Oh, my God. With no weapon. I said, Mom, oh, my God. Is she listening to this? Oh, God. I hope she's not listening to this. And, of course, I'm going to marry Goku and I'm going to fuck Sailor Moon. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. That's pretty Is that what you wanted? Is that how you wanted to end the podcast? Yeah. I really just wanted you to say that you would fuck Sailor Moon on air. And marry some good. You didn't. You didn't give me much of a choice, right? So how about can, can I can I can I can I do the same for you? Yeah. So Dan, uh, I'm I'm now realizing that you probably don't know some of these characters, but 
I don't fucking care. Um, Dan, you're going to either fuck, marry, kill, or gather Dragon Balls for Master Roshi, mm-hmm. Turtle, mm-hmm. Krillin, mm-hmm. Sailor Mars. Which one is Sailor Mars? Is that the one with the sunglasses? Now you just can casually drop Sailor Moon and you don't know who Sailor Mars is? <laughs> she one of the other Sailor she Moons? Got, she, they, there's only one Sailor Moon. Okay, there's only one Sailor Moon. Okay. Sailor Mars, she's got the she's got the uh long red hair. She's got the green uniform. I almost described oh, Sailor the green. Venus. I almost described Sailor Venus who has the short hair and the red outfit. Mm-hmm. But Sailor Mars, green outfit. I'm I may be getting this wrong, but you know what I'm talking. You know you you got to you got to do one of the one of the four to those four. Mm-hmm. You want me to repeat them? Master Roshi, Turtle, Krillin, Sailor Mars. Uh-huh. All right. So in that order. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Fuck the turtle. Oh my. Marry Sailor Mars. Kill Master Roshi because then very powerful. And the gather Dragon Balls for Krillin. He's you had know a rough what? life. Dan, I think this is a perfect time to end the podcast <laughs> and let the viewers decide what kind of monster you are for language. having sexual... Re- You've driven me to this. I blame you for the foul language that's coming out of my mouth. That's fair. I use the M word way too many times. And to the listeners, this is my official apology. I am sorry. I'm just letting, I'm just letting it sink in. Okay. Okay, let me and the listeners have this moment because I want you to know that I'm a good person. Mm. Dan, what did I say? <laughs> this is between me and the listeners. I'm a, I'm a good boy. I, I, I love two things. It's PCP and my mother. And, uh, and fucking Sailor Moon, apparently. It was a hypothetical Dan. <laughs> and uh, Dan, do you have anything to plug outside of the game that we just played, which is a fun game, which maybe we'll do in future episodes with future special guests. <laughs> You've made an impact. <laughs> you you've made an impact on me in a mm-hmm. way that I uh, feel uncomfortable about. <laughs> um, so, is there anything that you you would like to plug? Any personal projects that you're doing outside of the office? Maybe you have a, a website you like to drive people to, or somewhere where they can see the fantastic work you do um, building uh, wire hangers or, or whatever it is. Ooh, I would love to plug the wire hangers that I make for Roken. <laughs> uh, I think they're some of the best wire hangers. I don't know. I've been uh, none of my pet projects are up yet, well, but we do. We are trying to. Well, I'll get back to you. We'll perfect. like uh, we'll edit this in later. Yeah, uh, just uh, come back and just record on another day. You know, it's just yeah. going to take time and resources and yeah. whatever. So it's not going to cost us anything. I'm glad you're saying that. Yeah. Like it's no big thing. Okay, I think I'd also like to plug your impending nuptials. Dan. Oh yeah, I have a wedding website. Congratulations that, that you are you're taking the next step. Mm-hmm. Um, promising I, my life. I don't know when the dates are because I have not received that invite yet. <laughs> uh, September eighth. If you are in the North Carolina, don't do this metro area. This is going to end poorly <laughs> for you. Please swing by. Just say you're a fan of the podcast, and you know we're going to have pie. We're going to have other food. I think we're going to have an open bar, and it's going to overlook a baseball field. You can't you, see this, but I'm. Furiously wrapping my finger to have, have right next end to this, the plumbing company that end my this plug. uncle started. <laughs>
It's too many details to give the internet. Um, Dan, thank you so much. Um, before we go, just got to remind you all to uh, continue to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, your reviews do make a difference for us. So take Shen Long's advice. Go out there. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. And again, we will read whatever you send. Whatever you put on that five-star review, we will read it. Um, keep on the lookout for our social medias at Kame House Party on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, also Kame House Party on Facebook. Email us if you have questions or you want to correct us on something at KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. You can find Aaron on Instagram at Ajax Shelton and on Twitter at Aaron J. Shelton. You can find me at V-I-N-T underscore E on Instagram, Twitter, and PlayStation Network. Um, keep an eye out. Uh, I noticed Aaron done put up some Monster Hunter streams. Uh, we're going to get back into streaming a bit more regularly when Aaron has some time. Now that we both have PlayStation 4s, be on the lookout for some new Dragon Ball Fighters content. Um, and... Uh, do I have anything else I want to plug? Remember, uh, support our other guest, Will Martinez. The Netflix and No Chill podcast, I think, comes out March 22nd, so keep an eye out for that. Upcoming, the Ian Heron Improv Half Hour podcast is coming back in a big way in May, so keep your eyes out for that. I will be on that quite a bit, as I am the new engineer for that podcast. Ooh. And ladies, gentlemen, non-human creatures, animals, mammals, lizards, creatures of the night... Creatures of the sun and stars, I implore you, as we do every episode except the last one because I forgot to do oh, this, uh, our motto, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what's got got you up or down, remember to, Dan, you can join me on this. Just follow my lead. Mm -hmm. Keep, Keep fighting. fighting. fighting.